Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey everyone, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week, your away team is continuing on, nearly done, with season two yeah. of TNG. Finally. With Samaritan Snare. Season 2, Episode 17, and Up the Long Ladder, Season 2, Episode 18. Paramount Plus's description of Samaritan Snare is, While Picard fights for his life in surgery, Geordi is held hostage by the leaders of an alien race. Correct. Accurate. Right, yep, I have no notes on that description. Very descriptive ad copy, thank there's you. Not a, there's not a fundamental error, in fact, on that <laughs> description, of yeah. which there have been several this season. Right, right. I think they're just trying to make, like, just statements now. They're not trying to get any, like, flair on it. They danced around the health problem that Picard had so much, I started guessing what it was, and I was literally set on colonoscopy. <laughs> you know, because there was an embarrassing component about it, and I was just like, why did he not want... And I was like, oh... Maybe it's because, like, look, I don't want my doctor rooting around on my ass if I have to be captain of the ship. I Not this maybe... doctor. The last doctor. I wouldn't mind her rooting <laughs> around on my I ass. I did it continually. I, I, like, I'm fine on my colonoscopy. Like, it's been about a year. Be like, technically, no. Yeah, if anything, I had too many colonoscopies right. last year. I probably should be good for a little while. And so I was just sort of like, what is going on? And then it turns out to be just, like, like heart transplant. And I was like, okay, there's the aspect of, like, I have to be seen as fit to serve but at the same time i'm like why are you why are you making such a big deal out of this like i don't know but i get it because like i don't know i like i don't i don't share a whole lot either Uh so with people especially if i don't know them super well Mm -hmm. so it's just like i get it you don't like want everybody knowing your business you don't want everyone thinking you're weak because you gotta go have a surgery also i wouldn't want to boss me around well and there's that too i have a feeling if it was crusher he would have been like, yeah. okay. Yeah, it, it also seemed like he was like ashamed of it because of how right. it happened. Yeah. yeah. There's a great episode here in a couple of years where he gets to sort of via cue have an it's a wonderful life sort of moment with that mm-hmm. particular moment. It's a great one. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I saw the I saw the shame there. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm predisposed to hate Pulaski. <laughs> um I mean, aren't we all? I mean, uh, <laughs> it's not like she doesn't cultivate that in us. But I almost yeah. wish that they lean towards you gossip all the time. Like, this is why I don't want to go see you as a ship's doctor. <laughs> yeah. It's because as soon as I walk into your anything, whether it's your consulting room or your operations table, like, it's it's at the water cooler the next day. I mean, like, people know the inner, like, my God, they have my cholesterol as a betting game. Like, how dare you? <laughs> you know, like, I think I would have understood some of his more, because he was really like, I know this will medically save my life, but no. No. I don't want you. No. And I was like, Picard, like, that in itself is childish, like, and you aren't usually presented as a child. That's true. Yeah. But it is tied to a moment of great immaturity for him, so it's mm. sort of a linked emotion there. I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I see it. I just, I don't know, I think I 
would rather hate on Pulaski. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's a huge missed opportunity in this episode for them. I mean, the mechanics of getting an actress that you pretty much fired back is different. But, like, Dr. Crusher should have been the one who showed up at the very end to turn out right. it saved his life. They're right. like, I know someone who can help. And then... He wakes up and he sees her face, and I'm like, yeah. That would have been a, That would have made. That would have been awesome. A, a, a not bad episode, all time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, look at that. Yeah. But no, then, instead, Pulaski's the exact kind of expert that he needed. But also, why did that operating room not have the right kind of medical experts in it? <laughs> we need a heart doctor. <laughs> why didn't you bring one? <laughs> yeah. Like they're essentially a city state. <laughs> Like, it's a a huge star base. Like, the star bases are gigantic, You are treating the captain of your flagship, and you didn't bring all of the medical professionals you might need. Yeah, why didn't the doctor go, like, okay, there's someone more qualified who literally works for you. What the hell are you doing here? Right. We got a memo from Starfleet Medical to not include a heart doctor in this. (laughs) Do you know her? Like, she had some very specific notes about you, sir. Yeah. This doesn't even cover the pack lids. It doesn't. Oh, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I, their melty, facey things yeah. uh, made me uncomfortable. Yeah, a little bit. Fair. I kept, like, like, wanting to pick at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you got a little something. Oh, I just got a like, hold up, hold up. Let me get to lotion. We're going to get it. We're going to fix this for you. Listen to Worf. Yeah. Because Worf was straight up going like, this is a fucking trap. And everyone's, I'm sure it's fine. He's like, I, Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Worf, my sweet summer child. They stupid. We smart. They stupid. We smart. No yeah. traps. No traps. Yeah, but I was Where like, have I, heard this I wrote before? down, I was like, Worf is right though. He, and his only point was, why are we sending our chief engineer? Yeah, Don't we yeah. have some extra ones back there somewhere? I don't think he would have argued if they said, hey, LaForge, go ahead and put together, like, an engineering team. Just, like, a couple of ensigns or whatever. Just send them. Yeah. Give them a phaser just in case they need it. But he was just like, oh, you're sending the dude who knows how to fix our ship. <laughs> to okay. fix the dumb ship. I, okay. In the very beginning, when they first spoke to the Packlids, I was like, where is Troy? This seems like something that she should be. And she zips in. Sorry, I was late. I was looking somebody. She's running down the hallway the whole time. She's like, that therapy session lasted way too long. Have you guys seen um, the 19, like, I think it's 1990 Madeline movie where, I can't remember her name, but Madeline's teacher or whatever, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. runs down the hallway and she's like, something is not right. Something is not right. And it's just like, it's like the worst singing ever. And that's what I get from it, Troy. It is. So yes. Absolutely. She was probably in, the, she's not even on duty. She's in the middle of a therapy session. She's yeah. just like, I have to leave. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> talk about mothers in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go tell my beard friend that he needs to go lock this shit down. Speaking of moms, I'm gonna talk to my future baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm just hoping about that future baby daddy thing. I, I don't remember. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I'm like, come on. They work, their, they work their shit out much more effectively than some people, Jean-Luc and Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to be honest, the only reason that I ship Troy and Riker is because I really like Troy and I want her to be happy. Right. There's and that, I got... and the, sh- the show really wants you to. Like, yeah. that's the one it's investing all its time in. Yeah. 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 And, and Riker's a good guy. They would be good together. He's, he's an okay dude. 
he sleeps around a lot for somebody that may or may not be with Troy. Mm. I actually, and when he was when he was gonna leave the ship, she was like, she was like, I'm sad, and I was like, and then the next time, listen, okay, she's gonna <laughs> get her. <laughs> this is the time to say these things. <laughs> but what I like about, and this may be skipping ahead too much, but like what I do like about this show is that, like, I mean, because you look at the the will they won't they of Picard yeah. and uh, Doctor Crusher the whole time, but like. Dr. Crusher and Troy, like, they get their own. Like, as we're going, they're going to have their own relationships. They're not just sitting around pining for the boys that are not ready for them. They're just like, all right, well, I'm going to go date this guy. You you sit there and you think about what you did. All right. They they also reserve that that, that look whenever one of the boys gets somebody else. Mm. That, like, there's... Gates McFadden has this perfect look on her face whenever Picard gets a very brief girlfriend, like... Um, Captain, some basic bitch is here to see you. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna make it a thing, but look at me, look right. at my eyes. You're gonna pay for this later in a way that neither of us are gonna understand. As long as you're aware that I'm the number one hoe. Yeah. <laughs> I do ship sort of. Troy and Riker, but only in like a. I really want them to be like best friends with benefits. And that's like, I want them to have like, yeah, like they don't necessarily need to be like the perfectly monogamous, like happy married couple. I just want them to be like, we're ride or die for each other, but we also (laughs) definitely sleep around. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. I think they eventually land to a monogamous place, but that's kind of like they are almost like life partners that fuck around with other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, people should just people together. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I concur. Yeah. <laughs> the pack leads become the big bads of the animated series now, Lower Decks. Like, <laughs> they, they are the oh huge, the huge Rewatching season two, I am realizing how much of season two Lower Decks is like mining for information. <laughs> and it's so funny because this is ostensibly probably their worst season. And Lower yeah. Decks has taken the bad and turned it into something awesome. Like, it's hilarious. They have a $6 million hilarious. band season two. <laughs> like, we yeah. can take this and make it better, stronger. They streamlined it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, they've, they've made them somehow the, the, the big bad force that everyone has to fight yeah. against. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just like, I called it. I, I was like, this is a trick. They say, like, we look for things to make the ship go. What better than an engineer? Yeah. Okay. Right? Like, I was like, yeah, they're going to take Jordy somehow. They're going to either yeah. brainwash him or just, like, put a bag over his head. <laughs> like. My, my last note of the episode was just boring. Okay. <laughs> mm. yeah. like, That's it. I, I was really excited when Jordy was, like, on screen for a really long time. I was like, all right, Jordy, here you go. It's your time to shine. And he was just like. Just got shot against the wall yeah. three or five times. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was a little disappointed. I'll yeah. be honest. That's fair. I, I did like two things about this episode. Yes. Um, I like that Ensign Gomez made mm-hmm. a really strong appearance, like mm-hmm. several different. And then also I like the callback that uh, uh, Wesley actually does to the first episode with the whole like, yeah, everybody knows you hate kids. <laughs> and like, was like, that was the first thing I said to Riker was nobody should find out that I hate children, okay? I've got images to maintain and here this small sassy child 
and telling my business all over the ship. It's not even like a, a big like rumor no. mongering. Like the man has a face. Yeah, like it's like you don't hide it well. Yeah, it's not a secret. It's an observation. Carter's like, I thought I had hidden this away so well. Yeah. Like then why do you actively groan? Oh God, not again! Every time you run into a child in the hallway, Mister Wolf, why is this hallway sticky? You say that every Tuesday, we know. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you all know about Sticky Tuesdays. <laughs> so maybe, maybe you, being the big nerd, um, has can give me some some information. Like, isn't at the end of this episode they come back and Picard's like, okay, everything's fine now, and then he's like, and you'll all be excited to know that Wesley tested high enough to stay on the Enterprise. Yeah. Isn't testing to get into the academy yeah pretty much okay I it, just, it, it was it, like, i didn't understand like you have to take a test to stay on your ship no 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 he, picard had standards nobody else had to test just wesley we yeah. gotta make sure because they made such hay of his first test to get into the academy last season right. like he just didn't quite get it although he did Markedly better than everybody else in that episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, never mind, never mind, never mind. Season one's done. This one, it's the C plot that never, like a. Can you have a stillborn C plot? That sounds like a gross word to use, but it's like, ah, oh, Wesley, you're gonna go test for the Academy again. Okay. Oh, by the way, since we've got about 15 seconds left in the episode, uh, Wesley tested fine. Right. Yeah. Wrap that up. Yeah. Like, because you had the perfect, I mean, you still, that was the perfect reason for, even for Dr. Crusher to just accidentally be there. She could have been like, hey, I want to see my son. He's taking this big exam. I wanted to see him afterwards. We're going to hang out. Great, yeah. And then, oh, hey, by the way, is there a doctor on this plane? We yeah. need a doctor. And she's like, I'm a doctor. And then she's like, oh, damn. All right. Let's just fix this around your insides again. And then, <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just, I'm rewriting this episode and making it better. Why can't I go back in time to 1988? Yeah, at this point. HBO only. (laughs) Can I I make a TikTok reference real quick? Yeah. I mean, we won't understand it, but there's this this guy that does this. There's, okay, so there's filters on there, and they'll be like a randomized filter of like all of the male Disney characters. Oh, yeah. yeah, And he does this series called Would They Peg? (laughs) (laughs) I really want to make a Star Trek filter and just like tag him and be like hey could you <laughs> could you do your thing yeah. like, but also Beverly Crusher Pegs I'll give you that one in the 21st century filter, yeah. there's a baseline pegging yeah. mentality like it's not even a question it's like well yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my TikTok reference yeah. Yeah. we yeah. understood it thank you yeah, yeah. we are yeah uh, out of time on this one unless anybody else had anything else uh, Patrick Stewart chews very enthusiastically. <laughs> like, I could hear that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And he was drinking coffee. What's up with that? Like, oh, uh, uh, Captain, you're going in for delicate heart surgery. Uh, why don't you switch up your caffeine game from the tea we know you drink all the goddamn time yeah. to coffee? To a thing that is on most, like, hey, maybe you don't have this right before surgery. Yeah, before heart I mean, yeah. surgery. Yeah. Like, they open that shit up and it's like, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> Literally the only time he drinks coffee in seven yeah, years of television. <laughs> to cut it with. He just poured it in black yeah. and then slugging it back. As I, like, I am. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Guess what? 
I'm not going in for heart surgery. <laughs> Mine has like other shit in it. <laughs> I mean, I guess we really have a handle on surgery because yeah, he didn't have to fast. He didn't have to stay off stimulants. You know? yeah. Let me get a bunch of white bread sandwiches and black <laughs> coffee in before you start rooting around in my ventricles. Not, I, I do not have any sort of medical expertise whatsoever, <laughs> but my understanding is a lot of that is based on anesthesiologists. Mm-hmm. Like that. Putting you under, basically. Right. It's less of the surgery part, right. unless mm-hmm. it's it's more of the gastrointestinal weird, stuff could be. Yeah, and weird yeah. Um, counteractions with like the drug that makes you go to sleep. Also, they don't want you to asphyxiate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But so I like, guess if we invent maybe, better ways of putting people under, and then maybe it yeah. takes that away. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the coffee, I think, is yeah. still a stimulant, no matter what you do. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Like I'm personally, I'm in this weird area. Where if I have coffee in the morning, it makes my anxiety worse, but my ADHD is better for the day. <laughs> if I don't have coffee in the morning and I wait till later in the afternoon, my anxiety is so much better, but my ADHD is off the goddamn chart. <laughs> so I have to be like, which one's going to be today? Yeah. Crazy, crazy Eris or crazier Eris? Like, oh, I don't know. I only started drinking coffee regularly a year ago. So I, I, as a person who drank tea exclusively and then like added coffee into the mix, uh-huh. yeah, no wonder the heart surgery went bad. They cut him <laughs> open, that thing left right out of his yeah, chest. Yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah, I'm gonna go find Beverly. <laughs> His heart probably turned into that little alien. With like, hello, yeah. my honey. I was <laughs> Yay, shade fruit <laughs> Spaceball reference. Yay! And commercial break. Commercial break! Clones? Clones? Clones! <laughs> Gently use cloning machines. All you need are some stomach cells. It's great. You may have heard a lot about the Mariposans and how we're genetically garbage. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> We were becoming genetically garbage, but it worked out real well for like 200 years. It could work for you. Do you have five scientists that you really wish would never leave your life for hundreds and hundreds of years? Get our used cloning technology. We're selling it cheap here, folks. (laughs) Call now. Five easy payments of $3,000. Oh, there's no money anymore? Fuck. Well, here it is. Just take it. We can't use it anymore. Because we're genetically garbage, don't you know? We're happy about it. We're very happy (laughs) that we finally found some Irish people to have sex with. Uh, Messages of social enlightenment. Water is life. Yeah. Black lives matter. Yeah, trans lives matter and trans people exist. Leave them alone unless they are talking to you and then you can talk to them. Because guess what? They're human beings. That doesn't fit on a t-shirt. Respect people's pronouns and trust them when they tell you what their pronouns are. Don't try to go fucking guessing, Karen, okay? Just accept it and move on. And and, and if someone someone shares part of their life and lifestyle with you, don't immediately go into, I need to understand how that would work. Right. It's none of your goddamn business. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I I, I felt like, uh oh, I'm out on a limb. Maybe it is my business. Maybe I was wrong. Oh, no. Oh, no. But your your life is set up in this way. It doesn't add up for me. I'm unhappy. 
Voting is important. There are elections coming up. And yes, there are a whole bunch of blockages to proper voting. That's a whole other issue. So you should vote for people who won't put more boundaries in your way to Mm -hmm. go vote. The the cynics will say if voting were important, it would be illegal. Well, look. Look what they're doing. (laughs) They're making it increasingly illegal. So maybe it is increasingly important. Yeah. Yeah. Just a thought. Hmm. Now is your time to, like, really fly in a limited way your fuck you, you can't tell me what to do flag. (laughs) (laughs) If they're telling you not to vote, then go out to vote. If they're telling you, like, it doesn't matter anyway. So, like... Oh, then it it And I'm like, then do it! Even if it's as mild as, like, picking up garbage. Like, okay, that makes it... That's more meaningful now because you specifically told me it doesn't matter. I'm going to go vote. I'm going to go clean up my park. (laughs) And I'm going to go to the library. Check out the books. <laughs> Fuck you, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to your public libraries. You probably already qualify for a free library card. Free? It does not cost money to use your local library. You're already paying for it. You're already paying for it. Go get your money's worth. Yeah. You can use your library card to also get free ebooks and audiobooks. Yeah. And movies. And yes. movies. Movies and music and all sorts of stuff. There's so some libraries that even have certain types of like, I mean, essentially game exchanges or even game rentals. Um, and not it, this one, but <laughs> we, do have, we have games in each branch you can come in to play. You just can't exit the doors with them. That's cute, though. Yeah, I like the that. Old, yeah, the old idea, oh, I don't want to check in from the library. Want. I don't want to owe the library a bunch of late fees and that sort of thing. Most libraries have gotten rid of them. Yeah. yeah. Like, late fees are, you know, a little antiquated. You know, we don't do yeah. that anymore. <laughs> Basically, um... Like the British royalty? A little antiquated? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the thing I was implying, yes. Off the late fees. Um, I was going to make a really crass joke about the Queen, but it's okay. Um, yeah, honestly, because uh, uh, it literally costs libraries more money to collect the late fees than the late fees are actually paying. And the revenues are such a minuscule portion of their revenue coming in that it was meaningless. I know yeah. how long it takes for me to process a late fee, and I know how much I get paid. I've seen your, I've seen your library's budget, and I see how much you get from late fees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, if you go on just me... The literally how many cents I am paid, like per second, and it takes me X amount of seconds. It actually costs more money to have me process the late fee than the late fee coming in. Yeah, it doesn't even account for labor and yeah. and processing and just yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Yep, and it's uh, disadvantageous to the poor. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Once you bring in any sort of charges to the library system, you are now fundamentally this... dismantling intellectual freedom. Is this carrying over to um, universities, however, because they will hold your diploma, they'll hold stuff if you don't pay fines that you have. That's already an economic racket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they tend to do that, but also, like, universities aren't, like, really that public. Um, because they don't have necessarily like, oh, you're guaranteed this right because the fact that you live in this state. They're like, no, you still have to pay. So it's still a privilege to go here. Like, mm. you're paying to be harassed. Plus they get less and less public money. So. Yeah. No, I mean, there's there's a whole thing about it. But, yeah. Any other messages of social enlightenment? <laughs> Wear your seatbelt. Yeah. yeah. Drink the water. Yeah. Hydrate before you dehydrate. Learn to cook. Teach your kids how to cook. I'm taking that from Guy Fieri. 
teacher gets to do things for themselves. Yeah. Not just cooking, but well, yeah, yeah. STEM skills and, you know, lots of other things. How just, to use a laundry machine. Teacher yeah. kids had to do their own laundry because I, I fell down a weird rabbit hole on Twitter where I was looking at a whole thread of, like, people who are in... Facebook groups for, like, parents of, like, college freshmen attending a university or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's, like, how many parents are, like, going to school with their children to help them do laundry and stuff. And I'm, like, and some of them even go to talk to professors for their kids because they don't like what's happening. And I'm, like, oh, you all need to back off. If you enjoy these various words we've emanated from the uh, chest and mouth holes, Ow. Uh, you I might enjoy. Your... I don't have any holes in my chest. <laughs> the, the the chest hole, well, mouth hole region. That it's it's part. It starts in the chest, but no holes. No, I'm not saying that there's. Oh, holes. Okay. I don't have holes. <laughs> yeah. You might enjoy other podcasts at partyapocalypse.com, including Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter. They are they being me and Eric. <laughs> uh, the royal they are. Uh, <laughs> Wrapping up their run, we are in the middle of Hannibal now. We've got probably four more episodes to record, and mm-hmm. then there's really nothing else to talk about. Hopefully, something else, or Anthony Hopkins goes insane. I don't know. We'll right, and or on. he gets a big old tax bill. <laughs> uh, so that show will be wrapping up. We also have uh, <laughs> Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with uh, uh, friends of the show. Donna, Kenzie, and myself. I'm also a friend of this show. Um, and they air on some fucked up schedule. I don't even know what the schedule is anymore. And we also have the full runs of both As the Myth Turns with Eris and Z and The Fourth Wall. New shows will be coming in the new year. Listen to this space. We'll probably have more details on that here in the, the coming months. Z. Yep, that's me. Do you have anything to plug? Eris is already waving me off, or she's having some kind of epileptic fit. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm, I, I, I'm, just, I, I'm vibing. I'm dancing. I got nothing. I, I no thoughts. Head empty. I straight up thought you were listening to music in your head. I did oh, that too. I'll just be like, mm, you're hey. all like, none of you have anything to plug, or no. you're just grooving. No, 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 no plugs, only vibes. <laughs> That's what Beverly's got to plug. That's a TikTok. <laughs> it's a new social platform where people just break down in giggling fits in the middle of short videos. Oh, that, should be, that should be a whole new TikTok thing, though. You just record yourself laughing. TikTok. Yeah, I got I gotta, I gotta TikTok. It's at underscore. It's just Z underscore. Eric, you did wave me off of the place. I got nothing. Okay. I got nothing. Love my head mic. empty. No thoughts. <laughs> Love of my life. Do you have anything to plug? Um, I have no affiliation, but I really enjoyed The Sandman on Netflix based on Neil Gaiman's work. It was a really good series. I've extolled the virtues. Check it out. Yeah, I've extolled the virtues of For All Mankind from uh, eventual writer-producer of The Next Generation, Ronald D. Moore. Mm. Uh, it's my new favorite show, and I might want to start a podcast about it, although the official For All Mankind podcast is pretty great, so maybe I just leave it alone. Maybe I don't have to podcast about mm. it. That's right. Mantra. Just because I can podcast about it doesn't doesn't mean mean I have to. Doesn't mean I have to. Oh, okay.
Back to our episode! Woo! So, up the long ladder. Like, I got the title on there, and I was like, I can't remember what the fuck this episode's about. Paramount Plus's uh, description was not helpful. Paramount <laughs> Plus's photo was not helpful. The Paramount Plus description is, The crew's rescue of a missing Earth colony leads to discover to the discovery of a civilization composed entirely of clones. Accurate. Didn't tell me anything. And it actually made me think it was a different episode from later on in the show. Because mm-hmm. that theme comes back a little bit. And the clones come in much later in the show. It's yeah. like the back half. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then the Irish people showed up and I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> the one where the weird Irish folk show up. <laughs> yeah. I have literally three notes that are just a whittle. <laughs> yeah i was like that's the farmer's daughter you're gonna get your ass shot <laughs> here's and but here here's my qualm with that that is exactly picard's type of woman right yes. self-possessed redhead yes yeah. yes Absolutely. like that was and the captain was like well yeah. <laughs> he she's all yours I i'm did, I, leaving I, I, I don't need another one in my life Why <laughs> don't you take this one with I, think, I think he was just like oh my god it's a young beverly yeah. but it feels like it feels like she'll <laughs> leave her children with us and we won't know what to do with them again it feels <laughs> like when will Riker is your first officer you've had a conversation in like week one where it's like okay here's what i like here's what you like <laughs> let's not overlap <laughs> <laughs> and then there's half a second it's like well my number one is supposed to take the the hard, you know, things away from me. That way it frees up time for me to do the ship. So here we go. You take Beverly. I mean, Brenna. <laughs> <laughs> and I am going to go hide before I do something I will regret mm. later. Maybe that's what it is. Yes. Like, booty call my ex. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a silly episode. Yes. It is. But there's one great line exchange when, and I'm forgetting the guy's name, the, the main Irish guy. Danilo? Sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Um, and he, he starts yeah. trying to hype up his daughter to Picard, and Picard is like, I have a daughter, you know. And he's like, felicitations. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. like, I want to say that now. When someone's talked too long about something I don't care about, just felicitations. <laughs> it's the bless your heart of the 24th century. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And Love it's it. far better. <laughs> I I actually really like like that little tiny end, the button to that scene where he turns to Worf and goes like, he's not interested. (laughs) Like, all right. Worf got COVID or measles or something. I don't know. I have a lot of questions. I think uh, Pulaski and Worf totally had sex. Listen, don't you listen. <laughs> not my wharf. That man is a saint. And she, he would not listen. She was like, quote, love poetry to me. And he didn't say no. The camera just cut away. Where else is my imagination supposed to go? Well, Worf's a real Epicurean. Like, I feel like he and her would have a torrid affair for a moment. But it, it, it and then she's like, not his chadich. No, no. Yeah, it's not a for, it's not They're a not forever. a ride or die. It's not a ride or die. No, no, no. <laughs> I just don't see it. <laughs> well, Michael Dorn even said that he got the impression from the writers that if Pulaski had stayed in season three, that that is where they were ramping up. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't, so they don't. <laughs> I, I will, I will concede. I think she was definitely hot and heavy, yeah. and I think she would have like, in a heartbeat. <laughs> you seemed 
not only my life, but also my, my face, like, my embarrassment mm. and my honor. Do I she owe was this? Really... He's, I think he's, like, doing that, like, honorary math of, like, do I owe her one night in bed? Like, mm. uh, I mean, I definitely owe her tea. Okay, okay, I, we, we got that down. Okay, but do I owe her this as well? But I think he was also a little, he was very excited that she was willing to drink the poisonous tea with him. So there, there, there was a, a respect and possibly an attraction right there. I see what you're saying, but yeah. I'm... You can see why I would think that. <laughs> the vibes are present. They are being they are. communicated to us. They are. I am with you, Z. I have the note written down. Uh, Worf and Pulaski, or Walaski, is a ship... <laughs> I will not be signing up for. <laughs> Thanks a bunch. Yeah, no. <laughs> even if they give me free tickets. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm a yeah. little squicked out about Pulaski like... and uh, I Daddy Breaker. You... Right. I will yeah. say, I really like how Worf immediately went for the poison tea. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm going to poison Pulaski. Either she's going to drink it and die, or she won't <laughs> drink it, and then she'll risk offending me. <laughs> okay, so maybe it's not an attraction. Maybe it's just a, I respect my fellow warrior here who yeah. drank the tea with me. You did, you yeah, did I something. Like, I like yeah. that. Okay. okay. <laughs> she was just sort of not like, that you can't have I'll, your I'll roll it back. Yeah. But <laughs> they then, were leading me down a path. I, 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 <laughs> I see the path. I, think, I acknowledge the Because <laughs> I think Pulaski was definitely like, I want to bang, and Worf's going, Oh, yeah. I missed Worf, that. Oh, Worf shit. was like, if I drink this tea, I could get out of this. <laughs> like, this might kill me, and that is looking like a not a deal breaker. <laughs> Die in some sort of battle. All right. Yeah. It's like a brave warrior would do this. So yeah, like I'm into it. I'm into pain sticks and unpleasantness. Let's let's go for it. Yeah. She's kind of vibing on a level that I'm interested in. It's not all the levels I'm interested in. <laughs> but I will say from the just the episode like a like audience enjoyment rate, I'm glad that they added one more little bit of Klingon culture. I'm like, yay, yeah. tea ceremony. <laughs> yeah. But with poison, I'm so into it. Yay. So very Klingon. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I actually like went on a huge rabbit hole like watching this because I did kind of float away for a second <laughs> of watching the plot. I like the implications of it, we in western culture we tend to think of like the romantic and the violent as two separate things. Klingons do not. Klingons <laughs> they're the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like the literally and it's like part of like that passionate like mm-hmm. bloodlust kind of thing like they both take like the blood and the lust and they combine them together. So like the heavy core romanticism is actually very like a part of violent culture for them, and I just think that's really neat to like. It, it goes show. The beyond the BDSM community. It's yeah. alien form. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> I love it. It goes beyond that. It it like it goes to like almost like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like uh-huh. they feel self actualized when they're love when they're loved and when they are victorious in battle. Yeah, and they just sort of molded together. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Love is victory in battle, and mm. victory in battle is love. I I concur actually. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. I find that super awesome that I don't know and I feel like they've done I feel like they kind of started off with making it slightly jokey but now like writers are like no, let's actually do something with this. And, and they're no, like actually making and that it more of a really real thing. grows as time goes on. Like the Klingons are one of the more developed cultures in the whole mythos mm-hmm. and that's yeah. in these next few years will be yeah. the <clears throat> peak golden age of that. 
Awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. We're going to have Klingon politics. I mean, next time we're going to have a Klingon mating ritual. You, you, you've even watched that <laughs> I mean, in this vlog. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, just, yeah, I'm just yeah. hiding my excitement until we're actually recording. Yeah, Klingon weddings, Klingon, uh, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff's coming. Hell yeah. Or the Klingon exchange program. <laughs> Dare not actually exist. There are groups that, like, go to cons and... Operate as Klingon pods. Yay! I think you would, uh, you'd get along with those people. Yes. <laughs> Anything else about this episode? There's just not that oh, much. Okay. I... Riker... Oh, go ahead. Please. I was going to yeah. say, uh, Riker said, My body, my choice, except for women. Because <laughs> they gotta have babies with three different dudes. Mm. That's the rule. Right. Yeah. He also said, One William Riker is unique, and I'm like, Oh, Will. Yeah. <laughs> In a couple years, you're going to find out that there's been a clone of you stranded on a planet, and so not at all. For a show that, like, is not afraid to, like, okay, so in uh, Measure of a Man, they have a very thorough conversation about the ethics of Data existing and what that entails. We did not treat clones with anywhere near the same sympathy or, you know, like, preciseness. And, like, there's a lot of ethical concerns and questions that we didn't really talk about but i'm stuck on the fact that no matter what i think Riker may have straight up murdered two people in this episode yep like straight up committed murder yeah i think that was murder because like the whole point was like okay do you allow cloning to happen in a hypothetical future like no that's like you you can decide but now that that person now that they exist they exist. Whether or not you chose for them to exist or not, they now exist, and he just straight up killed both of them. Presumably one was Pulaski and one was him, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah so, but, but like, like he didn't even ask Pulaski. He just like, he just he, like looked he, at her and she was he like, killed his and is like, okay, we're done. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that was like, that <laughs> what was just so happened? Murder. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you wanted to be all my body, my choice, but what about that person's body? <laughs> yeah, like, because that's the yeah. thing, like, once they now exist, like, It'd be one thing if he, like, destroyed the test tubes, if it was still, like, if they hadn't, like, been, like, actually corporealized yet. And I'd be like, eh, Right, okay, or if just, it was something, but this whatever. was, like, a fully hatched, or nearly hatched, yeah. you know, human An form An ad- yeah. that was, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not into that. It might have been different if it was just like, here's the equipment and it's starting the process. And he was like, okay, pull those plugs. Like, let's stop the process before like, it gets okay, going. Okay, so these are like the body shells. They haven't like done the Frankenstein bit. Like, right. Then be like, okay, cool. And then it's just flesh. It's just, it's just, it's just like a, a ham sandwich. But we didn't have you that conversation a ham at all. I don't care. <laughs> don't do that. That actually wrecks your plumbing. Throw it in the garbage like a normal person. <laughs> I did yeah. not think that's where we were going to go with it. Eris' plumbing corner. <laughs> Look, my what you should and should not flush down your toilet. So, Irish people. <laughs> Irish people. <laughs> this is Mac's stereotypical crime corner yeah. over here. <laughs> uh, Will and Brenna didn't happen. Like, it, it almost kind of happened, and I guess he washed her feet, but then nothing. Yeah. Yeah, like... Well, I mean, they definitely made out. I figured they would... 
I don't know if they even got that far. Did they? Did they actually kiss? Yeah, they kissed. Okay. You start from the top and go to the bottom. But I think it cut away there. I think it was just a discussion about directions, not No, it was there was a kiss and then it Yeah, and then it cut. At least a real close lean in. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. this is not HBO. They, they can only show so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. Well, we are. But maybe she's a woman who knows exactly what she wants. Yeah, like, she yeah. literally only wanted her feet washed. Right. She's like, like okay, well, if I gotta kiss him to get what I want, all right. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, foot cake. One of, the, <laughs> one of the few acknowledgments that there are toilets on the Enterprise or, or, Ooh, or true. cleaning facilities. Yeah. Like, where do I wash my feet? In there. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm hoping that there's an actual restaurant right. there. We've never seen it. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Weird how fantasies and sci-fi frequently don't talk about restrooms, and I'm just sort of like. Oh, There's a couple of random episodes where they show this, like the sink mm-hmm. pulls out from the wall, so they like it's like opening a drawer, okay. and then they wash, and then they push That's it back cool. in. But it almost seems presumably like... the toilet's the same way. It's a little thing yeah. that pulls out. Mm-hmm. And... I'll uh, Firefly. <laughs> Speaking of toilets, speaking of toilets pulling out and (laughs) shaking from earlier in the episode, uh, we're all out of time. (laughs) Time to plug it in. Does anybody have anything else about up the long ladder before we wrap up? She changed clothes in the middle of the tour, and that threw me off for a solid four minutes. I was like, "Wait a second, what did she get changed?" I like lost the plot halfway through because I was like, <laughs> also that sweater was amazing. <laughs> that little crop top sweater. I was like, I'm 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 for the full college core vibe. They're not going historical accuracy, they're going for ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's she's gonna whip that clone colony into shape. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Her yeah. and all her clothes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> she's she's gonna get down there and figure out like Oh wait, there could be more of me. All right, that's what all we right. needed. All right, we're yes. gonna figure it out. Let's go. <laughs> Next time, we're gonna move on with season two, very nearly wrapped up, and maybe even announce our possible format change uh, as we go into season three. We will talk about Manhunt, season two, episode nineteen, with the return of Loxana Troy and some fish people. Right? Am I remembering that right? Yes. yes. That's exactly One of them played by Mick Fleetwood. Did I have a fever dream? No, that episode? was real because we kept asking ourselves. But, yeah, who was Mick Fleetwood? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then The Emissary, where we meet Worf's girlfriend. <laughs> and she's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta scream your excitement out like a fox. <laughs> so we will talk to you then. Okay, thanks. Bye! Bye!